Podcast. This is level 136. Being hungover is a choice. Being sick, that's just being a victim. We are back with our episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. Holy cow, everybody. It has been a slow news week. But not, not slow for us here at Geekscape.net. We've got a lot of stuff planned for you. A lot of adventures. We've got new games played. New Horizons set. Maybe New Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't, know. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Let that one go. I'm your uh, rambling host, Shane O'Hare, and I'm joined in studio, in the banger hangar, with Miss Courtney Dossett. I just want to point out that I'm glad that you could tell me that my chronic, chronic pain condition is a choice. Thank you. I wasn't aware. I would like to now choose not to be sick. <laughs> Sounds like it's not going to be the banger hangar tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you for thank you for that you ableist scum. I literally said being hungover is a choice, uh-huh. but being sick is not. That's being a true victim. Oh, so I'm a victim now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be a, a victim of a of a DV in here in a minute. <laughs> They'll never find your body. It's okay. They'll never find your body. So cute. Uh, yes. Oh yeah. That's uh that's Miss Courtney Dossett, where the C stands for chopsticks everybody okay you don't even make that up and uh there's Derek Cranville where the d stands for destitute hi guys hi Derek hi hi Derek <clears throat> and last lastly but not leastly Josh Jackson where the j stands for Josh Jackson I mean naturally <laughs> before we get into it everybody uh we would like to remind you that it has been officially 150 days since We've been slighted since we've been been scammed, been spat on, stepped over, and used as a, as a tool. It's been 150 days since Matt Kelly, the Horror Movie Night podcast, was on our podcast, Geekscape Games podcast, and our own video game podcast, Geekscape.network. And none of us have been invited back to be on. I have asked, and I've been left on red. You know, you know when you send that, that, that person, that bay, that cutie, a Facebook message at 3 a.m., and it just says scene. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like. You might I've as well been... just send back a single letter K. K. <laughs> yeah. It's not K. It's not it's not K. It's not okay. It's none K. <sighs> one one thing that I this is sorta of related, not related. Uh <laughs> but <laughs> In terms of podcasts on the, you know, you you said again that we are the number one podcast on the Geekscape.network. Uh, number one video game podcast on the Geekscape. Number one video game podcast. But there's now a second video game podcast. And they have also released very consistently two episodes in a two week period. So I think that they might have just surpassed us. No, we have more. I can't remember that. I can't remember the last time we've had two episodes in two like, weeks. Like seven days after the first episode came out, the second I, episode I came out. We we had four episodes go up the week of PAX, so I feel like, you know, we can we, 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 we little, a little drift. A little, little drift. There was also that period of time where I was the only one doing the editing, and they were all on time, so thanks, That's Derek. True. Well, well, yeah, because you were the but, one doing so the editing. Cons- but, but consistency <laughs> means a lot, and consistency is something that we are not. Consistent yeah. is something we are not. We are fine. I am definitely though. not consistency. Courtney, how about you just edit all the episodes and then we'll be fine? Oh, because I have school and stuff. Quit, quit school. No more. <laughs> this but is Derek, your life. This is your, your future is podcasting. You need but, to decide what your future is going to be. You need to be dedicated to something. But fish are <laughs> all I have, you guys, remember? There's digital fish. Haven't there's you played Seaman? <laughs> there's Koi. There's like well, all kinds of games with fish. There's Echo there, the Dolphin. I actually there... played two games with fish this week. Are you going to tell us about it? it? Yeah, I am. When we, when we get to that point, I was just... Was that a segue? Oh, it could be. Um, it wasn't on purpose, but you know, you just roll with the punches. Uh, so I don't have a computer because I'm traveling. So I don't have any games. So I've been you playing. literally pulled out a new laptop. 
Wow, he does. gaming laptop. Don't turn and look at me when we're recording because it'll make the echo and you'll yell at me about it. Um, the laptop that I got. What's the computer today? It's a Lenovo fucking netbook from my mom. Uh, that she gave me because she bought a better computer and I'm going to use this for school. Um, but it doesn't, it's not going to be able to play anything. Um, and I went to play Overwatch the not other a bad day. Attitude. I know. I've, I'm just such a Debbie Downer. Uh, I went to play Overwatch the other day on Jane's computer, but I couldn't remember my password. So uh, I've been playing mobile games because I'm traveling and I have a real phone again. Um, no longer do I have potato. Which is nice. So I played uh, Zenkoi and Zenkoi 2 this week. Where you basically are a fish running around eating food and having sex with other fish and making babies. Ooh, tell, uh, so why don't we just talk about what we've been playing this last week. Uh, tell us more about Zenkoi. How you found it. How you got into it. <laughs> how does that game get a sequel? I don't know. I use it because I find it very relaxing. So I... I do it when I get when I start to get stressed in public. I'll pull out my phone and I'll I'll play because it's very relaxing and the fish are pretty and it's one of those things where like it kind of shows you how genetics work because you can have the different color fish. Oh, because it, you're eugenicist. I forgot. So you have the different color fish and you can breed them to make the other colors you don't have. Um, and so it's kind of like a little bit like Pokemon that way. And you just kind of, I don't know, I just find it really relaxing. You just kind of go around and tap on the little things that are in the pond and eat. And then when you see another fish, you have to stay within a certain radius of them so that you can mate with them. And then you get a little egg and then you hatch a baby. It's, I just, it's, it's everything I want in real life, but just on <laughs> my phone. I just want to make fish have babies in real life. That's all I want to do. Play with fish. You know what I always thought really like interesting about Idi Amin is that he was a dictator and tortured people, but he was at one point like, hey, what would happen if we just swapped someone's arms with their legs? Would they survive? Would they be able to walk on the ceiling? Let's find out. What the fuck is that? Like Zen fish? <laughs> I'm confused. So Zen Koi 2, um, as far as I can tell, the only main difference that I've seen is that my fish are now holiday themed. Ooh. Um, so my koi fish are like look like Norwegian sweaters, and it makes me a little bit happy inside. <laughs> um, uh, do they do they welcome all holidays, or is it just Christmas? I've I've only seen Christmas themed fish. Now it won't load because I'm not allowed to be on the internet right now. So, um, but yeah, no, I've I've only seen like Norwegian themed sweater fish. Um, so that yeah, I don't know about that. It, it, yeah, war on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, is that all you've been playing? Um, I also played a game called Survival, where you like are driving supposedly, and then your car crashes, and you have to like figure out how to survive. And it's an okay game. Um, it, it, it the funniest thing about it is it explicitly says at the beginning that you cannot use this as a life learning how to survive tool. It's just meant <laughs> to be a game, um, which I found hilarious. It's not very hard. Like if you know basic survival skills, like don't get don't. Don't stand in the rain when in the dark because it's cold and you'll get hypothermia and die. And make sure you're eating food and like gathering water. It's you'll survive. I think I spent two days in the wilderness on this game. Um, they um they they have a Daisy Mobile and um, Last Day on Earth Mobile Edition. That I think you might like. Maybe I'm like Daisy because it's got zombies. The, the Daisy. Well, I mean, zombies are really like the secondary aspect of it. It's like, Daisy is all about the player versus player interaction. Um, but the Daisy Mobile Edition is like really awesome pixel art surprisingly like it's surprisingly dope for a um uh, a mobile edition of like a buggy ass game yeah um oh i played the stranger things game too but i don't like that one as much it's very linear and kind of boring it doesn't make you think at all so i i uninstalled it real fast um that's what i've been playing anybody anybody else been playing anything josh (laughs) yep um following up on our (laughs) game awards episode where we were talking about um what remains of edith finch i played through it and i've determined that the game's essentially about a really really clumsy family that blames curses on their own ineptitude because <laughs> it's like did anyone else play it or i think derek you said you played it i, I played yeah, it yeah. so it's like you know you go through the family tree and you learn about how each one died and like 80 percent of them are like really really stupid ways of dying <laughs> like on that I'm not going to go too much into it because it's story driven. I don't want to give it all away. But there's that one in particular where it's like you're on a swing. And I was like, who the fuck builds a swing on facing the edge of a cliff? Like, <laughs> that's I true. Mean, thought, you could see that was going to go badly from the get go. Yeah, I mean, did it, did anybody happen to visit Bhopal in 1984? And that's how they died. No. Oh. Man, my jokes are just not good tonight. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> oh. I, st- I still got it. Don't worry. 
I still you, got it. Oh, you got it. Okay, nice. But yeah, um, so I played through that and that was, it was pretty good. Um, some of this, like I said, I don't want to go into too much detail, but some of the scenarios are really interesting to play through. Um, then I finished Life is Strange episode three today, which I like, I liked it a lot. I thought it was the best one of the three. Especially, yeah, really? especially the part where Chloe dies and then you have to switch over to Rachel <laughs> to find the seven Dragon Balls to bring her back to life. <laughs> I thought, that was, I thought that was a pretty interesting turn that I wasn't expecting the game to take it all. But yeah, it was it was really it was really well done. Um, we didn't talk about the second episode at all, but I thought the second episode was kind of weak, and I didn't really think it added too much until the very end. But this one kind of ties everything together to nice uh, be pretty satisfying. It does feel like though there's there were rumors popping up this week where. Um, What's the name of the developer of this one? Don't Nod? Uh, don't Nod developed the first one. Uh, oh, this Deck, is a company called Tech yeah, Nine. De- yeah, right. Tech Nine, yeah. And yeah, they, they had hinted that there's a possibility that they might be able to do like a second season of this game. So oh, I'm really? hoping they do because as anyone from the first game who played the first game would, kn- uh, would know, it's like there's a lot to cover in between the first game and when Rachel and Chloe first meet. And so this totally this game kind of resolves the plot points that were introduced in before the storm. But there's still a lot of stuff that we know about the two that we don't ever really get to see by the time this episode's over with. So I'm hoping. Is there a lot of strangulation in this game? Uh, no. Mm. So it's definitely something else. A lot of special effects. Yeah, a lot of special effects. Might be a spe- cool. might be a special cool. appearance by Jason Todd somewhere. Ah, strange, <laughs> strange music. <laughs> then outside of that, I've been playing ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 again because they had that playstation flash sale and had a bunch of like ps4 re-releases for really cheap and i remembered how much fun it is to play as phoenix Wright in that game so it's ridiculous but it's worth, worth Wait, what, which one are you playing again ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 ah that's the one where you could play as phoenix Wright, and it's like you have to collect evidence and once you find the right pieces of evidence and accuse them of i guess murder it's like then all of a sudden his attacks get really strong. And he like kills <laughs> he kills people by pointing at them very hard. Ooh. Yeah, so and then I'll take that. Thank you. Yeah, he even says he says take that. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then lastly, I just played a little bit of it, but I was playing um, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, which is really I haven't played too much of it yet. All I've been doing is doing like the hallway simulator part of it, where I'm just walking straight for thirty minutes. But the graphics are nice. That's all I can really say so far. Too much water. Oh, and also it's designed around playing with headphones on. So it's like, I guess, mm. I guess she has like voices in her head or whatever. So you'll have four or five oh, really? talking yeah. at the same time there, that are it, like kind of, you know, switching from uh, one ear to the other while you're listening with headphones. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Or they're behind you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you can hear it behind you yeah. or like right in that blind spot that we all have where everything that's bad sits. Yeah. This game is fucked. So like um, really interesting yeah, sound so design. Far, then. Like I've, yeah. I've only played like 20, 30 minutes of it so far, but has, has anybody uh, seen or seen, has anybody heard like the, um, schizophrenia schizophrenia simulator on youtube yes yeah i showed it to you once courtney um i'll I did uh, not like it yeah that's uh yeah that's that's rough shit no one needs that in their life pretty scary oh, i forgot to mention too that i'm surprised that edith finch didn't get like an adults only rating since the game does have underage vagina <laughs> i'm sorry but... like you play through it and eventually you get to this part where they show an underage vagina and i'm like wait a second i'm surprised this is still on the playstation store <laughs> that's creepy why <laughs> Yeah, you like, just have to play it. it you yeah, you'll have to play it and find out. I'm sorry. So underage pussy is part well, of the story. No, 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 no! Stop, stop! Back the fun bus the fuck up. It just gets <laughs> to a whole new level of uncomfortable when you call it pussy. Well, it got uncomfortable as soon as it got on. It's just not okay. See, see, credit where credit is due. Josh said there's underage well, vagina. I'm sorry. Out of the like, I feel like it's also there's a bit there's a bit of a spoiler in there yeah. as well, Josh. <laughs> I, guess, I might have said too much. Was it out of the three the, of us? I think I also get what word to use. Was just the, saying. So I feel like next week's episode, you guys will both have played it because you're just so curious as to like how this could exist no 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 is is it uh <laughs> i mean you guys should play it like i fucking love the game josh said it was okay like you know that's, that's a solid two thumbs up for me and half a like, thumb I, up from josh i, I, I like it but it was just kind of funny like half the scenarios were totally avoidable and i was like is it so 
Like like underage it, vagina. That's totally <laughs> I mean, yeah, for most people. Okay, Brian Singer. Listen, I'm um. So theorist, <laughs> uh, theorist DJ in the chat was like, "How underage? Like baby veg? B- veg? Hey, Ooh. None of it's good. None of it's good. None of it's okay. <laughs> oh." oh. That's that's another that's another reason that you need to plate yourself. Yeah, Roy Moore's oh, game that, of the year. another thing too that I almost forgot Ooh. to mention in Life is Strange, one of the emails that you read, the guy's uh, email address is uh bros before bronies at, at something. <laughs> so I was um I was at work setting up a wedding group um for this couple and um the uh I was filling out the paperwork and the fiance looked over at my desk and saw my little uh, rarity figurine and was like hey who's my little pony is that over there that's rarity and i looked up at her and i opened my i was wearing my custom suit and the 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 label inside says uh made for rarity and i was like and i just pointed to it and she's like oh, are you a brony i was like hell yeah and she's like high five we had a big high five started talking about the movie started talking about the soundtrack like it was it was a good old time i felt i finally felt validated for once mom it's not a it's not a it's not a phase mom god damn it um and then I thought uh, you were going to say that she walked out. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was quite uh, thrilled. And then afterwards, my manager was like, oh, man, her husband did not like you. He got <laughs> physically uncomfortable during that interaction. <laughs> physically uncomfortable. Um, what, 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 what is, um, like, give me the elevator pitch on Edith, Edith Finch. Is that the... Was that the one where I'm everyone... I'm sure you were here when we talked about it last yeah. time, were you not? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Like... You know what I like? I wanted. Uh, it's hard to give an elevator pitch without giving away too much of the game. I think what I'll do is either today or tomorrow I'll write like a list of ranking the de- the deaths. I guess um, if you want to spoil yeah, yourself, cool. have at it. Uh, I mean, I definitely think like uh, you don't you don't ever fucking listen to me. Never mind. <laughs> oh. yeah. So just just say what you're gonna say, I and then next week we'll ask you about it again. I like. I just it it is as I said last week, which you don't remember. Uh, it it's probably like it's up there in my favorite games of the year. Like I played it in one sitting. I mean, it's only a few. Hours, it's a couple to a few hours long, but I played it in one sitting, and then the next day, like forced Michaela to play it and sat there watching the whole thing. Like you know, like legitimately watching it. Like I wasn't sitting on my phone. I wasn't can, doing can it. You, like I bring... enjoyed the story so much that I like I, I just wanted to experience it again and see somebody experience it for the first time because it was so affecting for me i i actually respect michaela can you bring her in and i can get her opinion real quick no, she's so bad, actually oh yeah no it's it's it's, it's, okay. it's, it's, a, it's just a little christmas christmas prank come early it's a little fun can't wait till next week's episode when we get to listen to shane ask derek about what's <laughs> what's he this what's this edith finch thing yeah. <laughs> it's a charge character <laughs> what's this uh oxen free game yeah Yo, again. Okay, <laughs> Derek. Here's legitimately. The thing. Okay, hold on, hold on. No, like Derek, I. Mm. <laughs> I don't Shane, say this without. What, how do I say this? You ignored me and Derek about that game it, until I made you sit and watch me play, and then you were like, you like "Why didn't anyone ever tell me about this?" And I'm like, "I reviewed it a year ago." Wait, Oxenfree. <laughs> I remember yeah. when I reviewed it. I read it. Which one's Oxenfree? That's the one with the really good music. And like they're in the cave, and you, you watched me play. It scared the shit out of me. I that was free on PlayStation. No, you, it wasn't. You, it was not free on PlayStation. I was oh, playing it on my computer. No, it wasn't free on PlayStation. It was like a buy one get one free deal. I got that and the bunker. I played through the bunker. Started playing Oxen Free. Okay, now I remember. Ooh, the bunker looks great. But I'm yeah, and you were like, I was like, you need to play this and game. I, and, and 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 I told you, Derek, last time to get the bunker. Bunker's a good game. The bunker looks good. What else have you been playing, Derek? Uh, Josh, were you? Did you get? (laughs) I don't have show notes up. I'm sorry. Did I what? It was that everything that you've been playing? Yeah, just about. I mean, there's other things here and there, but I don't really want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Shane will just ask you about it again next week. Yeah, we need need to save some material for next week, so we're not just repeating. Shane just not asking us to repeat everything (laughs) over again. So did uh, did you guys see the trailer for Witchfire during the video game awards? Yes. No, Derek. I said no. Oh, oh, uh, not listening again. <laughs> no, I couldn't hear you either. I think it cut out. Out. I'm gonna. Why are you saying Scandinavians? <laughs> I'm gonna. Because I'm talking to Derek. Anyway. <laughs> Otherwise, I won't understand. <laughs> no, because I copy people's accents when I talk to them. Talk. Um, Shut up. So anyway, um, the the trailer for um. So the trailer for Witchfire I thought was 
really tongue in cheek, and also it had a, a this art style that I really fucking liked. I'm super excited for this game. Um, it it starts out with like a first person like uh, POV, someone walking through this um, like rundown, dilapidated like temple looking area, and there's this uh, statue that's covered in moss, and the eyes light up, and like a portal opens, and like you walk through the portal, and uh, then it goes to black and it says from the creators of the vanishing of Ethan Carter. And you're like walking around and like, you know, Oh, I think I did see that. Yeah. Cause I remember, and then, like, the char- I just remember seeing the Ethan Carter thing. Yeah. And then like the characters looking up and looking around and you really get the like, Oh, they're making like an Ethan Carter too, which is like a mist. It's a, it's a first person walk- walking simulator. It's just, you know, it's an amazing game. I loved Ethan Carter. Um, but there's just not like a whole hell of a lot there. It's just a, a really elaborate interactive story. Um, but then like the weather changes and then like there's a an, like another statue that like comes to life and it's like a big hulking demon and like these two revolvers come out and then it goes to black and the text literally says, but also also from the developers of Painkiller and Bulletstorm. And it turns <laughs> into like this hardcore first person shooter. And I, I lost my shit. And it's it, the um, the aesthetic is really like um, like like dark uh, Victorian Gothic kind of vibe. It's really like um, um, it remind me a lot of Bloodborne. And not saying that like Bloodborne's a pioneer, but that really kind of gross, a little bit old, like um, Mary Shelley, like time period esque, um, with a lot of uh, like Christian Catholic uh, imagery. Like his uh, revolver shells had crosses on the back that were glowing. Really cool, really cool. I um I dig that. I dig that whole like vibe. So I'm mad stoked for uh, that game. Game of the year, 2016. 2016. Yeah. Even though so, it hasn't come out yet. Yeah, it's a Mega 64 reference. Okay. What have I been playing? What have I been playing? What have I been playing? I thought it was Derek's turn. Derek already talked. He talked first. I talked first. Then Josh. <laughs> I talked. haven't talked. I didn't. Derek I definitely has not didn't talked. Talk. Oh, you haven't talked. Oh. <laughs> It was yeah, me, then Josh, and then I tried to segue to Derek, and you took over, and then you tried to take his place. Mid-century gothic. Shouts out to Theory. It's like you, you, can just, you can just repeat it again next week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Uh, I'm tired. I haven't so, eaten today. Uh, so first of all, I'm really excited to... I, I, I'm glad that you enjoyed the end of Life is Strange before the storm. I actually, like, I agree, because we didn't really get a chance to talk about episode two, and I do feel like... Like, I feel like the beginning was good and then the middle was kind of whatever. And then it got really good towards the end with the play. And then that, like, the scene in uh, Rachel's house was really, really intense and and quite a way to finish things. Um, I'm so excited to play the third episode. I just haven't had an opportunity yet. Uh, So I'm hoping to do that tomorrow or the next day. But it's uh, I'm really glad to hear that you enjoyed the resolution, but also that it kind of leaves things open for more potentially. Because, I mean, it's something where, like, literally as much time as I could spend in this game universe, I would like to spend. So I I can't wait to to experience that and then get that bonus episode and then hopefully see more. Um, I mean, there's been those heavy rumors that don't nod after they finish their uh, current game, which is that vampire game that they will be doing like a true sequel that'll involve different characters and stuff like that, which I'm also into, but it's similar. It's similar to telltale in the walking dead games where you just get so invested in these characters that you don't want to play or be open to playing anything else almost. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, pretty much the only thing actually I've played a few things over the past week, a couple of mobile games. Um, uh, the, uh, excuse me. So play dead, uh, released limbo for iOS. Ooh. Uh, not Limbo, sorry. Uh, Limbo came out a long time ago. They released Inside for iOS, um, which I played on the Xbox last year, but Yo, definitely down. Dude, ins- I watched the Game Grumps play that. That was, and I have to say... It's fucked up. It's, I loved watching... And if anybody is a fan of the Game Grumps, um, Aaron's a piece of shit, okay? <laughs> right, he's a piece of shit, and he makes really bad jokes, like like dick and fart jokes, which I love me a good dick and fart joke, but... Not in the middle of like, uh, like inside. Like you mean like put- the same joke? Yeah, yeah. And he makes like like fart noises and talks about like poopy buttholes and shit like that. Um, and he like ruined a lot of key moments. Uh, in inside, even to the point where like uh, his co-host Dan was like, "Dude, shut up." Um, but uh, even with his incessant like ramblings, um, I I love like consuming that game. I. Th- I- like I, I bought it purely for buying it. Like I, never, I didn't play it because mm-hmm. I mean, but um, yeah. Uh, what, what's, what's the difference between the uh, mobile and the um, uh, console version? 
Uh, I mean, it's pretty much the same. They they did a great job releasing Limbo back when that came out, and they're also like they just make games that pl- like mechanic wise and play wise they play so simply that even though you are on a on a platform that is lacking physical buttons like you don't feel like you cannot like you don't feel like you're lacking anything you don't feel like it's it's not harder to complete the game or anything like that like it's it's an exact port and it runs really really excellently um it's cool too because you can like uh play you can download and play the beginning of the game for free and then purchase it if you like purchase the rest of it if you decide that you like it so if it's something where you know you're wondering oh like this game looked really cool but how will it play on a phone with no buttons like you can go ahead and try the first little bit first and make sure it's something that you would enjoy playing it on um you know before jumping in and and purchasing it uh the one purchase one thing i really like that a lot of developers are starting to do as well is all of the like universal purchases in regards to uh the ios title so you buy it that one time it's ten dollars canadian which i think is probably the cheapest version of the game as well um but that you get it on your ipad you get it on your iphone if you have uh one of the last two generations of apple tv you can play it on there as well oh that would be actually really cool i believe it has controller support and everything like that for apple tv as well which is pretty cool do they have proprietary Uh, controllers or does it take bluetooth uh so it's like a there's tons of different controllers it's it has to be um like it's something called mfi uh, which is like their third-party certification, but that's how it works with like the APIs built into the OS and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of controllers that are standard Bluetooth Bluetooth controllers that are also MFI certified. But I bought one like three years ago for my um, Apple TV that I had back then, and and it you know I use it sometimes with my iPad and when I play Apple TV games, I'll probably play inside on again. Like you can, uh, you can just hook it up like that. It's very similar to like an Xbox controller, the one I have. So, so that's pretty cool. Um, also for, I'm not playing it myself, but Michaela has been playing it a little bit. The, if anyone has missed out on the first season of life is strange up to this point, uh, it's now available on iOS as well. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I have the first season. I didn't play it. Yeah, I know you didn't. It's because you never listened to me. No, 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 hush. No, I played the first episode. We had that amazing bonus episode. I like life is strange. I just didn't do it. Yeah. And it's been like more than two years now. I have a problem going back and playing old games. Like, like, oh, I'm gonna play this. So like, it's not that old. Old, old two year old game. You played, you played <laughs> the same, like the same Destiny levels over and over and over again for like nine years. Okay. Back when All it was right. called, uh, back anyways. when it was called Halo. <laughs> 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 and I had, and I had a story back then too. Um, uh, I think we just found our ISO is Courtney's laugh just now. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. Uh, it is on. It's on Google Play too. I just found it. I think Life is Strange. Okay, Life is awesome. Strange Amino. Yeah. Is that right? That isn't probably not. Oh right. well, I don't know <laughs> what my life is. Are you drunk? No, I'm hungry. Uh, anyway, let's see here. Uh, so it is available on iOS as of December 14th. Uh, Android release is planned for early 2018. So uh, again, like that's like, I I think it came out in 2015 and it was, it topped my game of the year list that year. Um, If, if you haven't had an opportunity to play it now, you can play it literally anywhere. Uh, I've heard it's a quite a good port as well. They also added some stuff too, like the game, like the, the character you play in the game, Max, she's like a photographer and it's got a really unique art style and stuff like that. So they added a bunch of like, like there's a camera mode where you can take pictures with a bunch of like themed filters that are themed after certain elements of the game and stuff like that. So it sounds like they put a, they like it's it's very much a labor of love and it's not a cheap cheap port they put a lot of work into it it sounds like so um yeah no i'll be interested to see i've been i've been trying to egg michaela on to play it for the last number of of years i guess and she hasn't at this point so i bought it and downloaded it on her phone so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully she gets through it this time around but um aside from that mainly i've been playing uh i could not resist anymore and player unknowns battlegrounds released for xbox one last week i'm excited to hear what your thoughts are thoughts, yeah thoughts yeah so it's, so it's that early you know it's that early release game so it's way cheaper now than it will be when it's finished on xbox the main reason i did it right away i was like this looks kind of cool and i have a day off tomorrow and uh if you bought it from like eb games on launch day it came with like a t-shirt or something like that so, so that was like the thing i was like oh i want this t-shirt uh anyways Copy so that. uh anyways so it's uh it's interesting because it's like so i still have a first gen xbox one um 
and it does not like apparently it doesn't run well at all like for anyone but it runs pretty poorly on that but at the same time i played it for that day i got it i played it for like five to six hours like straight which i never do like when i'm like oh i'm gonna play video games today like i play a game for like 45 minutes or an hour and then i'm like oh i need to go do other things now like but i i couldn't put it down and it's super interesting why because there's so many things that are so frustrating about it so like i for those that don't know like what the game is uh it's an online only uh multiplayer shooter um third and first person you can kind of switch between them um but you switch, but a lot, I you know- switch you switch quite a bit yeah you can switch no you can switch mid yeah yeah because the uh in the and it hasn't made it to xbox yet xbox right now just has third person uh servers whereas on the pc you can choose to like have it default to first or third person but it's mainly third person but then you can aim down sites and at that point it's first person so um in the there's first person only servers where where you yeah not on xbox at this point but on pc there is yeah yeah. Yeah, no um and that makes um well i I don't want to like like um uh jump on you know your uh your stage but um the first person only mode is way more intense like way i've heard actually yeah intense. i've heard that that's like the main way that most people are playing on pc at this point yeah um but yeah no it's uh like for, like for those that don't know so you and 99 other players uh like parachute in onto this giant island um and uh you all start with zero absolutely zero gear so you're all on an absolutely level playing field at the beginning so um and then the game is basically like it's basically like hunger games like at the end of the game only oh. one person can be what's that oh or battle or or <laughs> uh or or what is that movie called battle royal is it battle royale there we go all right you almost completely <laughs> lost your your geek credit card all right well i was trying to be like like most mainstream, like a lot more people are going to know Hunger Games than Battle Royale. Hey, the, um, the author of Hunger Games lost the, the Battle Royale lawsuit. So really, I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know there was a lawsuit. But obviously, like watching it, you're like, how did this get made? Because this is just <laughs> Battle Royale, but with less blood and by less, I mean none. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, so yeah, then it's basically like Battle Royale. So at the end of the game, only one person can be alive. You need to essentially, like, the only goal really is to survive. Um, and the giant island that you're on will slowly, um, the the play area essentially will, will constrain and it'll get smaller and smaller. Um, and essentially, if you're in the outside of the play area, you will slowly die. So you need to, you're, you're kind of on a constant move into the center of the play area as well which changes from level to level so it's not like or from from round to round so it's not like you can just parachute into the same place and be safe every time because you never know the area of the island that it's going to enclose in on so that that's pretty interesting but you you drop down you have to find gear so there's things like armor in terms of vests and helmets um there's bag different levels of bags or backpacks that let you carry more gear um and then there's weapons and like like augmentations for those weapons like different sights or muzzles or uh like like suppressors all that sort of stuff that you can get and add to your device to kind of or to your to your weapons to make it easier or to hide you better and everything like that and you get one life so like once you're dead that like that's it for that round for you and it's just a matter of trying to get as far down in terms of the number of players that are left as possible um but yeah so and it's like so it's super simple in terms of the like like idea around the game and it's so addicting and i don't know why and it is it was a really it's a really frustrating experience too especially on Apparently, especially on the first generation Xbox One. So yeah, the say, game by have default. Do you have an S or a Scorpio? No, I have a I have a first very first one. Okay. Um. So initially, the game because I guess my internal storage was full, so it installed onto an external hard drive uh, that's connected to my Xbox, and so. It's something where, like, like for the first number of rounds that I played, like you're parachuting in, frame rate is terrible when you're kind of parachuting down, but then once I would hit the ground it would be probably like 30 seconds to a minute where the buildings that I would land near hadn't rendered yet. So they were just kind of these like marshmallows <laughs> with no, like with no detail with no like textures, just this like blob of gray or Brown or whatever the like primary color of the house was going to be. Um, 
and this is really frustrating because like for instance uh the do- like the doors haven't rendered yet the doors haven't loaded yet so i so you can't go open the door to get into the building so you're just kind of stuck outside of it so i would literally there would be instances where i would like me and someone else might drop near the same house and i would be standing outside unable to get in and they would run in grab a weapon shoot me and kill me before the before the building ever mm. rendered uh and this was happening like the, like fairly frequently, and then I re- then eventually like I learned that if I like you could you like the it's it's like a wall still, so you can get can't get through. But because it hasn't rendered, if you jump towards the building, you can go through that wall and just run through the house. And so sometimes the weapons would have loaded, so without actually ever having to open a door or anything like that, I could actually jump through and grab the guns. And but it was just horribly broken. And uh, eventually, I tried. Like, I was like, well, I wonder if it would be better if I moved it to the internal storage and then it worked better from there. But still, it's like, like parachuting in terrible frame rate. Uh, if anything, like explosions or like there's too many people on screen, which is rare because, again, it's a giant island. There's only 100 of you. So it's like fairly rare that like it's it's sometimes you sometimes you'll go for a long time without seeing anybody at all. And uh, but but yeah, if there's more than a few people on screen, like it slows right down. Um Apparently aiming is like quite screwed up at times as well because there's terrible like rubber banding on the servers. So it's like, and and you can see it sometimes, like sometimes you'll be running and then you'll just snap back to somewhere you were five seconds ago and it'll just start happening over and over and over. And like, it's, 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 it's a fucking mess, but it's so much fun. And I don't know, like, like I have so many more, like so much, there's so many more games that I have that I'm waiting to play that are so much more polished and that are complete experiences. But it was just a matter of like, I just wanted to play this because so, it's just so, yeah. Uh, do you, is the console version only experiencing the uh, original launch map? Uh, as of right now, yeah. So it's like, I think the, because it's, it's leaving early access on PC like tonight or something. Like tonight is when it rolls out. And the Xbox just got its first patch, um, which apparently helps a little bit in terms of the, like, like the performance of the game, but there's still... So I don't want to dissuade anybody from, from getting this game because I was on like the, the PUBG like hate train for like a minute. Uh, I was like, uh, just because of like how, how bad the... Um, like optimization is, but um, oh, and it's fucking awful. Yeah, it's and well, and at this point, like, like on the Xbox, like it's the least efficient that it's ever going to be. And I mean, at the like, it's very clearly marked early access, like everywhere. Um, so I mean, it, it's I, well, it's going uh, to get better at this point. But, but for it to be so fun and so addicting at this point, I think is a good sign for the future. But I, I want to say that um, when the second the desert map came out on PC, the game is like night and day playable. Um, and what I learned over the course of the the last couple of weeks is that um, there, when they released the original game, the um, uh, the original map was just drag and drop shit from the Unreal Store. They were like, "All right, mm. take this, throw that there. We need a bridge, throw it there. Do this, do that." Um, there was literally zero optimization. the The map wasn't built from a like um, a video game designer point of view. It was just let's grab all these pre made assets throw them into a sandbox and just beta test. The desert map was built from the ground up with optimization in mind and it's night and day. Really? Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Absolutely night and day. So I was kind of on the like, eh, PUBG, like, you know, whatever, like, you know, fuck it. But uh, yeah, night, night and day fam. Yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, like I, uh, like I'm, I'm really enjoying, I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. And I bought, you know, I bought it at, you know, it was like $35 Canadian and I was like, oh, I'll play it for a couple of hours and, and that's fine. Um, you know, half the games I pay a hundred dollars Canadian for, I play for like two hours and I'm done with it. And so at this point, I mean, I've paid 35 bucks and I've played it total like seven or eight hours probably and definitely have intentions of continuing to play it um i haven't won around yet and it's something where um like it's it's also like as you said it's you know the first person servers at this point are much more intense but the game feels intense as hell like it's you're at a point where it like at points you feel so isolated because you can go 15 or 20 minutes or whatever without seeing another single person and then and then the moment you see like you see someone moving across your screen or you see like like someone in a window or something like that it's just so intense at that point because you again you get that one life and it's you know you a few shots and you're done and there's like you know so many variables at that point like has how's my gear compared to this person's like what kind of weapon are they going to be coming at me with like am i going to go walking through the house and they're sitting 
in front of an open door with a shotgun and that's it. Like there's so many different variables and it's super intense. And the, and the, like sound is a huge aspect to the game as well. Um, so it's something where you definitely like you want to play wearing headphones because if you're in a house, like you can pretty much hear if someone has entered that house. And so at that point, like you want to try to be as still as possible or start crawling on the ground, but then they might still be able to hear you. And there's just like, it's just really intense. It's really, really cool. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> buggy as hell. Uh, but I'm having fun with it and it's cheap right now. Um, I can definitely see why people like it so much. It was something where like the day I got it, like I was making dinner that night or something. And I was, I don't really ever watch Twitch or anything like that, but I actually put Twitch on to, to see if there was like, if, if I could see anything that I wasn't doing that I could be doing or anything like that. But then I also started watching some streams of like Fortnite Battle Royale and that game looks so much more polished. <laughs> it's not, it's still, it's not. It's okay. Still... It looked, it looks like, like from coming, having just played PUBG for like five hours, like instantly seeing like those better frame rates and like everything looked way nicer. My and everything biggest problem effect. with Fortnite is that there's RNG for mm. um, shooting. So I will have a perfect fucking dead on headshot pull trigger, but the gun just isn't quite good enough or like the dice roll wasn't in my favor and I miss. Mm. I don't like that. Uh, I see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at, at times now the frame rate and the, and the server optimization is so bad that you can have a perfect headshot and miss anyways yeah. in, in PUBG. So right on. Um, um and they, and they, I, I really like too. There's a lot of customization over like different, um, like like sensitivities in terms of like when you're zoomed in and when you're in a vehicle. Like they give you a lot of power over that as well, which is pretty cool. Um, very cool. Uh, I'm glad that you're playing it. I, I wish to hear more. Uh, this last week, I've the only game I've had an opportunity to play more of is Escape from Tarkov. Um, had a lot of really fucking intense experiences and um. Um, like just crazy, like you know. Do you remember that that ad campaign that was like only in Battlefield from a few years ago? Uh, vaguely, Where it was like it's like oh, I jumped out of a helicopter, shot a guy with a rocket, and jumped back in the helicopter kind of thing. There's shit that's only in Tarkov. Um, they, um, I was I was playing with a lot of friends that were like really geared up, and they were like, oh, don't worry about the quests. Like everything's gonna like open beta is coming out, so they're they're gonna wipe everything. But uh, I was uh, playing alone and was like, yeah, hey, I'll I'll start checking out. The quests the game has a lot of depth to it that i wasn't um mm. like really aware of just because i was playing with like all these really high level uh, uh players but um like it reminds me of like like the division just alone wandering around everything is like hyper hyper milsim um hmm. no reticle like you have to like manly reload the magazines everything about it i really really love and the moment you see movement like you're just tense up your adrenaline starts pumping like you gotta line up a shot um i was playing the map called customs and i was getting close to the uh the open extraction point heard a bunch of gunshots like up front so like i got a got a position behind this gas station and saw two two players two player uh pmcs and um they were shooting at something and i got the drop on them and i killed both these guys and then killed the npc they were shooting and then like snuck up to them and they were they were kitted out. They were fucking decked out. They had big ass backpacks, like heavy ass like submachine guns. And I, I just took too long, like looting their bodies. And when I was all done and got up to leave, someone sniped me right in the head and fucking dropped me. <laughs> it was it was really frustrating. But there's like such badass moments. Um, we were playing uh, the the servers, all the traders. There's in game traders where you can buy like gun parts. And you want to get me started on gun modding? You can change the grip. You can change the gas system, the dust covers. You can add different mounts and attachments. You can add flashlights and different types of magazines. Like the gun modding is absolutely insane. It's a little bit intense, a little bit too much. Like it's really confusing. You're like, hey, there's this Cobra mount. That's, you know, for AK style weapons. Well, only if the AK style weapon has an OBS mount on it that you can put on the Cobra. And like sometimes you have to find those. Sometimes it's really, it's a little bit too in depth. Um, but we were, uh, but all the traders started selling stuff for dirt cheap. Like, like for, um, you can't, yes, theorist, a DJ in the chat, you can add flashlight. You can fuck it. Um, you can fuck it. Um, but, uh, you can, uh, all the traders started selling stuff for dirt cheap and everyone that I was with the other night surmised like, oh, it's cause open beta is coming. They just want to like stress test, like get all the guns and everything out there. And, um, we all had, um, uh, there's, you can go in like daytime or like nighttime. Each map has like a, a, a set uh, time that you can go in that affects 
spawn locations, weather, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And we don't, normally don't play nighttime because um, NVG, you need night vision goggles. And if it's really easy to, to mm. not see somebody, it's really tough. But we were like, fuck it. Like night vision goggles are a dollar in the store. Let's buy it and go ham. Um, and I had like such a fucking badass moment. Um, my, I, I didn't have my trader leveled up enough. So my friends bought me NVGs, but they forgot to bring them into the server. So I'm pitch black in this factory, like pitch black. And they're like running around like, oh, cool. I can see the dark. Oh, look at this laser. And I'm like, guys, I'm terrified. I feel like I'm in like a fucked up haunted house. Like I hear screaming and shooting. I'm all I'm sitting here is just looking at the floor. Like what's going on. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I turn the, I turn the flashlight on my pistol and they're like, don't turn that on. Like they'll see you from a mile away. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, um, we were in this hallway that um, ran parallel to like the main midsection of the factory. And the hallway is kind of like the hallway runs, say, north and south down to this motor pool area, which had a door that led into the main midsection. And um, there was like <clears throat> there was like a crazy firefight going on. Like shots were like ricocheting. Tracers were, were zipping around. Like it was like like action movie intense. Like and it, there's long swaths of silence and nothing going on and the guys I play with not doing good call outs and just, just there's a lot of nothing that goes on, but when stuff happens, it's fucking worth it. So I'm sitting there, I'm freaking out. Like I, I just have a pistol. Everyone's kitted out. I can't see in the fucking dark. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. And I go over, I turn the flashlight on my pistol, go to a door and you can scroll. You can either like open the door or scroll down to a breach. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to breach this door. I kick the door in. And like, when you breach a door, it's loud. It's like really, really loud. And, and sound is the sound design plays a huge role in this game. Like you listen for footsteps and like gunshots and like see how far everything is. But I, I fucking just wail this door in, and there's two player characters in the middle of the room on the other side of this door, and it's bam! And they have night vision goggles on, but I have my flashlight and get them right in the face with the flashlight. Uh. And and they didn't do anything. I just like I just blah, 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 kill them both, and I was like I feel like a fucking superhero. And I turned around and I was like, "There's the exit. I'm out of here." <laughs> and just left just left um the the wipe is happening on the 28th and open beta is happening um i think on the 28th as well so i'm actually gonna i really want to reach out to battle state games and try to see if we can get a contest going with them um to give away some um like uh some some keys for the game because this game is really 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 cool and i think i think there's going to be a few of our listeners that like really get into it um Sounds pretty neat. Is it just, it's just PC at this point? It's just PC at this point. Um, yeah. It's it's really, really awesome, and I would love for more people to discover it. Much like, Much like would discover they would discover Loot Crate. LootCrate.com slash Geekscape. And what a coincidence, January's theme is discover. Travel the past less, path less taken, and you may discover hidden truths, buried secrets, and a whole new destiny. Not Destiny 2, because that's not a whole new thing. The Discover campaign ends on January 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time. If you get in before then, you will get that month's crate. IPs that are included in that crate are Westworld, Rick and (laughs) Morty, Harry Potter, and the X-Files. So get on down. Loot Crate's an awesome subscription service where you can get a monthly box of super dope, geeky, fun, litty-to-titty stuff. Um, There's t-shirts, there's figs, there's collectibles. And you know what? If you don't like the Discovery... Uh, you can go to like a specific crate. There's the Loot Crate DX, which is huge. Loot Anime Crate. Uh, there's a specific for gaming crate. Halo, Minecraft, Fallout, Call of Duty, Destiny. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. Uh, Derek um, got the Slam Crate last week. Or we talked about you getting the Slam Crate recently. Uh, no, I said I wanted the Slam Crate. Oh. Well, if you use the promo code. Man, you really don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you use the promo code Geekscape, uh, LootCrate.com slash Geekscape, and that check out with Geekscape. You'll save a little bit on that crate. So why don't you do it, Derek? <laughs> okay, I will. Liddy. Uh, uh, Only because of that great ad read. Yeah, well, you're, you're welcome. Um, the uh, Valve announced the Steam Awards for 2017. Shall we go over the categories and nominees very quickly? Yes. That was that, that was a question, and you normally there's a response. Josh? Yeah, I said yes. Josh? Sure. 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 Um, one category is the Choices Matter Awards. Uh, oh my God. 
that's the Choices Matter Awards. Um, games are about agency, and this award is for games that has it in spades. Some of the nominees are Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, Divinity Original Sin 2, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Walking Dead A New Frontier, and Dishonored 2. What game... Uh, and I would like to hear everybody's vote for what game should be win the Choices Awards. Choices matter award. Mm-hmm. Uh, Witcher. Choices matter. Yeah. Witcher. Because I, I mean, that's the only one I know. Uh, well, I mean, I've, I've, I own it. I haven't finished playing it. I've played that some, and I know that out of that, I would be between Witcher and uh, Dishonored Two. I think for me, and I think that Witcher gives you more choices, better choices than Dishonored Two did, in my opinion. Well, for me, it's hard because most games. It's hard for me because most games, it's like all the decisions in the middle don't really count all that much because the end is generally mm-hmm. the same no matter what you do. But from that list, I would... It's hard. If between... It's either between Life is Strange or Dishonored for me, but I would just say Life is Strange since I just finished it. Uh, I would also say Life is Strange because it's pretty much the best. Mm. Um, uh, Witcher, uh, I haven't played Dishonored 2 yet. I have played some of the first game, mm-hmm. though, and it's freaking fantastic. Um, the Witcher 3 is like... Oh, it's it's hard to it would be hard to beat that game like they did such a good job on it um and it's something uh, i played probably t- like 30 ish hours of it and i feel like i was barely scratching the surface now i feel like it's been so long since i played that i would just need to start it again and it's probably not gonna happen anytime soon but uh <laughs> but yeah i like life is strange is just uh it's it's probably one of my favorite series like ever um, you wish you were a teenage I love, girl <laughs> uh, i mean most days <laughs> But uh, I mean, they just like the, the way that they've developed these characters and the way that they like, they're just like really, I don't know, really interesting, um, really unique universe and really, re- really quite relatable. Um, but it's also got this like Twin Peaks, X-Files, like weird supernatural shit going on. It's, it's just very good. Cool. Um, I've, I've played Witcher 3 for a little bit and thought it was boring. So I don't have a, a nominee. So no. I'll um, the next award is the is the Mom's Spaghetti Award. Uh, these are games that make you excited. These are games that make you happy. These then there are games so intense they elicit a physical reaction. We're talking weak knees, talking sweaty palms, fear-induced accidents. We're talking your friends reminding you to breathe. We're talking about Mom's Spaghetti. Uh, nominees are PUBG, Outlast Two, Resident Evil Seven, Evil Within Two, and Alien Isolation. I do have to say. Oh. I do have to say. Um, me and Courtney are going to be playing um, Resident Evil I'm Seven. I'm being forced to play Resident Evil Seven. Oh, that's no. I feel like that sounds great. Yeah. And yeah, she, you should go pick no. up a PlayStation VR first, though. You you might have actually just spoiled it because we're getting a PSVR, so you can play RE7. No, I'm not doing that. Oh, that was so, not part like, of our deal. Like, twi- that is nope. It's not what's <laughs> happening now. Eat a dick. I'm done. Bye. I'll go with Rosie. <laughs> Go back to Washington. No. <laughs> There's no way. I, I like no I feel way. like this is amazing. You remember what happened when we did the abduction fucking VR and I was just on a cliff? There was something coming at me. I'm not gonna do a fucking hurricane VR. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, I don't want to do this at all now. You're so mean. I'll make it. What are the options again? (laughs) (laughs) PUBG, Outlast 2, RE7, Evil Within 2, Alien Isolation. PUBG sounds really scary more than PUBG. I would have gone with Alien Isolation until Resident Evil 7 came out, and I played it in VR, and by played it in VR, I mean I play 10-minute chunks here and there because it's terrifying. No, I won't. I but really I think you'd really won't. enjoy it, Courtney, and maybe it would help. <laughs> like, but like once you like, if you can Does get through that, you can zombies? get through anything. I believe no. in you. They're not really uh, zombies. They're not really zombies. I don't want it. Like no, like no, like the, the old demo. games were way more. The old games were way more zombie oriented. The, these ones are like there's like creatures and stuff, but like <laughs> I'll play not the really demo. zombies. I'll play the no, demo. not tonight. I, I want to sleep, you know, and st- you have to go to work tomorrow. There's no way I'm doing that. I'm not being left alone somewhere. <laughs> Seriously though, like. Like, like, I feel like if you guys twitched Courtney playing Resident Evil 7 in VR, it'd be amazing. Oh. Best Christmas present ever. Theorist DJ in the chat says RE7 was one of the most stressful oh, games I've ever played. No, I don't want it. 
Oh no. Um, here, there's a lot of actually awards. Let's move on to some <laughs> of the fun ones. Um, the suspension of disbelief award. <laughs> I was having fun with that last one, uh, especially because like. I just started playing. That's an. I forgot that I even started. I started playing Resident Evil Seven last week, and it was funny because like when the black guy showed up, I was like, "Well, he's gonna <laughs> die," but I didn't expect him to literally die within like two minutes of him debuting. <laughs> Are you playing it in PSVR? No, I'm playing it on Xbox. Yeah, because I don't want to spend two hundred, three hundred dollars on PSVR. Oh, I'm borrowing a PSVR just for Courtney. And. But yeah, I would have. I still go with Alien Isolation though on that award. I'm gonna die before my birthday. Um, Dead. There's the suspension of disbelief award. Uh, Games can be ridiculous. Uh, Let's just suspend disbelief. There's Saints Row Four, Goat Simulator, South Park, The Fractured Butthole, Rocket League, and Wolfenstein Two. Saints Row Four for me for sure. That game is so intense. I thought Wolfenstein Two was based on a true story. Um, (laughs) But what was? What were the options again? Something stood out, and then I forgot what it was. Oh, not one now. Who's not listening? Still, still because. No, because I forgot what the first one is. Uh, the award, uh, the award sounds slightly like Saints Row Four, wide open, Goat Simulator, South Park, Rocket League, Wolfenstein. Uh, Saints Row Three would have been a better pick. Uh, I would uh, probably Goat Simulator. Uh, I still haven't played Wolfenstein Two, but I really, really enjoyed my time with Rocket League, so I'd probably say Rocket League. Cool. Um, def- defies description. No, man. I mean, all dumb. these have been kind of dumb. Ooh. The Haunt My Dream Awards. This award is slightly a misnomer because it's Resident Evil Seven. Because this game just this game doesn't just haunt your dreams. It consumes your thoughts every waking moment of the day. This game doesn't demand your time. You give it willingly. Counter Strike Global Offensive, Dota Two, Dark Souls Three, Factorio, or Sid Meier's Civ Six. CS:GO, Scro. Civilization. I will play that game until like my eyes bleed. I love Civilization. I, I'm surprised you're not playing Civilization you on Revolution your on your phone. Yeah, dumbass geek. Okay, yeah, the other ones just seem kind of boring. Um, other like cool uh, news. There's a is it a re-release of Catherine or is it a sequel of Catherine coming out? That is a isn't good it question. A, isn't um, it a re-release? But they're adding like a third option. Yeah, they're adding a th- they're adding the third Catherine is named Rind. She's a pianist at Vincent's regular bar. Um, I never got into the first Catherine. It's kind of like a dating simulator with a with really mediocre gameplay, correct? Isn't it kind of like Hubert, kind like loosely? Yeah, it's like a puzzle game, I think. Yeah, um, I think that's cool. I think I might pick it up. Like I I picked up DMC on the PS4, so I might do that. Um, definitely, definitely into uh, some uh, Robo Titties. Uh, just in other news, I think uh, were you done with Catherine? Yeah. Uh, I one of the coolest things that I saw. Um, I, I feel like it's really. Oh, it's like also coming out on the Vita, one. by the way. No, yeah, right. No, it is. It's coming out on the Vita. <laughs> What's the Vita? Uh, the Xbox One X is. It's a really interesting console. I still, you know, it's on my it's on my holiday wish list. Uh, but uh, it's. I feel like it's really neat how many older titles are being updated to perform better on this console. Like Bethesda's come out with a bunch of updates already, including for like things like Skyrim and, and uh, you Fallout four and everything like that. But there's been so many updates for all of these games that like so many people already own and like now they can play it, you know, and it'll look and it'll play and it'll feel way better than it did before. Um, they uh, CD project red, they just updated uh, the Witcher three um, and they have a ton of different uh, of different improvements on there, including, of course, things like HDR support, better textures, better shadows, uh, all that sort of stuff. And you can actually choose between two graphics modes now. Um, so you can choose a 4K only mode, um, which the game will run in 4K uh, at a stable th- at a stable 30 frames per second. Um, and then there's also a performance mode, which uh, will enable resolution scaling. So it'll kind of scale between 1080p and 4K. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it'll target 60 frames per second at all points during that. Um, so that's kind of cool. I like. I it's cool. Like I feel like it's so neat just how many games are kind of getting this breath of new life uh, just just by being part of this this console. Um, but it's really cool. Like they always like CD Projekt Red has just gone above and beyond with all aspects of Witcher Three. I think and to not only be like like to not just be like okay like here it's going to look better now but actually give you a choice as to which you would prefer be that you know what's more important to you like a faster frame rate or a, a higher resolution all the time um i think that's pretty neat 
Um, I, I like that would probably be, I think I own Witcher 3 on PS4, but if I do end up getting an Xbox One X, I would probably pick up the game on the Xbox just because it's it, in terms of screenshots and there's some comparison videos and stuff out already. It looks, it looks in, like so much better. It looks crazy. Uh, and also, uh, I would like to point out the Monster Hunter World beta for the PS4 uh, is out now for preload. It does not require PS Plus, which yep. I don't have. I already right got now. mine ready so. to go. Very cool. Yeah, very excited for it. Um, I, guess, nice. I guess that's kind of it. Um, Anything else yeah. you guys want to talk about? Uh, I just wanted to note that uh, as of right now, you know, speaking of oxen free, I'm not sure if you know what that is, Shane, but it's this uh, great game that came out early last year. Um, had a lot of fun with it. Uh but oxen free as of right now, it is free uh, on goodoldgames.com. So uh, it was one of my favorite games of last year. I love um, it. You know, yeah, it's a supernatural thriller about a group of friends who unwittingly open up a ghostly uh, a ghostly rift. Uh, it's got a really unique art style, as you guys mentioned before, a really unique uh, audio and really cool music and everything as well. It's one of the few, yeah, it's one of the few game soundtracks that I've like actually added to like my music library cause just because it's like just really neat like ambient music type thing um but totally free right now and on, you on know, good old games they so. should really come out with a crossover or a bundle with ollie ollie yeah <laughs> oh my wow, god okay. that's some, that's some <laughs> wow ollie ollie oxen oh, free add some skateboards and <laughs> yeah. shit uh um, and then what oh and then over the weekend they had in Japan, they had their big jump fiesta festival for all of the Shonen Jump uh, manga and anime properties. And there they had this big new trailer for Dragon Ball Fighters revealing uh, Beerus Hit and it was Beerus Hit and Goku Black from Dragon Ball Super, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm so fucking hyped for that game. I, I'm gonna put so much, I'm gonna get a fucking fight stick for that game. Yeah, I got my fight stick ready to go for it too. And I got my arcade stick too. Good question. Here, here's a, here's a question. Um, uh, do they have ambidextrous fight sticks? No. So is is I I'm right-handed, um, but when I um, when I scratch when I do scratch DJing, I do it backwards. I manipulate the record with my left hand and the crossfader with my right hand, which is technically <laughs> backwards. Um, and I feel like I would I would play better with the um, joystick in my right hand. Is there any way to like? Get yes. one with like the buttons on the left, or is it always no? No, but there there's also this world champion Chun Li player on Street Fighter Four who didn't have hands. <laughs> so I feel like you could. Aurora got her fiance a left-handed <laughs> joystick, if I remember correctly. So no, I want a right-handed right joystick, left-handed buttons. You got a backwards one for him. I don't know. But yeah, and then another cool Maybe thing that the trailer. Sh- oh yeah, sure. That way you can play. <laughs> you can play against yourself. But yeah, and then another cool thing about the trailer though is that they showed off. I believe they're calling them dynamic finishes, something like that. Where I got a for dynamic example, finish for you. If you if you have um certain characters in a match and they and like one character beats another character that they fought on the TV show, it'll reenact like that scene from the show in between in between rounds. So. Oh, like that's one, really cool. So, like, the one that they... And it's, like, really specific conditions, but it's still pretty cool, I think. So, like, the one that they showed in the trailer in the very beginning of it was, I guess, if you're playing as Frieza and you're fighting against a team that has both Goku and Krillin on it, if you kill Krillin while Goku's still alive, it'll play the scene where Frieza, like, blows Krillin up, and then when Goku comes into the round to take his spot, he gets angry and turns Super Saiyan that's like he did on the show. That's really cool. That's really yeah. cool. And they're supposed to have multiple ones like dep- um, based on all kinds of different setups from the show. So that's the cool. amount of detail that's going into this game is amazing. Um, also, lastly but not leastly, uh, we have our D&D charity event that we're going to live stream December 27th on Twitch. We'll make sure to blast out some announcements <laughs> for that. Um, we got some very, very fun Eastern, stuff for you. So be sure to... Pacific. Specific. Pacific. Pacific. Cool. Anything else, ladies and gentlemen? No, you stole my thunder. Fire Emblem DLC came out today. Like a half hour yeah. ago. Cool. So uh, I'm just I'm really excited to hear about the Resident Evil Seven and VR thing. You guys can talk That's about it at my funeral. Really have fun. Say something nice about fish mm-hmm. for me, please. See, you should have expected something like this when you decided to stay with Shane to begin with. Like I don't, I don't even <laughs> well, know why you're surprised. Get, get ready to level up. I'm gonna be dead. Just like I'm not gonna have my degree. I'm real disappointed now. <laughs> I put in so much work. Mm-hmm. Put in work. Boop. Put in work. All right, uh, that was level 136, everybody. Thank you for joining us.
for the guests signing <laughs> up from the banger hanger. <laughs> for um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Geekscape Games. Uh, wait. As always, you can find us on Geekscape.net, on Twitter, at Geekscape Games, on Instagram, Geekscape Forever. I am at Shano here on Twitter, SSJakin on gaming platforms, Miss Kotonoki. Um, you can find me on Twitter at AKGeekyGirl until I die playing this fucking game. If you need to find me anywhere, DM me, and if I don't respond, it's because I'm dead. Justin Rip and Mr. Kranavetaru. Uh So I'm at DKranavelt on Twitter, and I'm CaptainK17 across all gaming platforms. And Joshua, the man <laughs> with the plan, Jackson. Uh, I don't plan anything. I just show up. But uh, I'm at Edu Joshua just about everywhere. Lazy to the eye. Everybody, we'll see you guys back here next week for end of the year show. Bye! 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 So when you see me in the spot, bow down, trick, I eat, drink, sleep, dress, look, and sound rich. So jump up, get pumped up, crunk up, everyone must. Stop with the jealousy, with me, the haters be riveted. Eat to the aura dot, just ain't fair that when I pop up, the spot be like, yeah. Killer, killer, it's the gorilla. Who's with two chicks in my